1: i wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, June 17th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity. I am joined by my co-hosts, Tony Sanfilippo and Ryan Wink. How are you guys doing this morning?
3: i'm great man you know little groggy took a melatonin last night uh oh yeah it'll
0: get you you got one of those <laughs> melatonin hangovers
3: i got a toning hangover man. there you go
4: tone, uh, t- you're toning hanging i'm toning Why the line
0: <laughs> tone the
4: line
0: at, le- at, we le- uh, at least we know it's not affecting your ryan
4: pods. isn't always on time <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it is
3: not affecting my pun game i know that's i know that's where yeah. you were going <laughs> yeah pun
4: game will be on point pun master um i'm doing good too i'm a little on the tired side today but uh no melatonin just uh just tired um i think uh the vacationing back to work has caught up to me a bit but uh nonetheless i'm ready to uh give you a better show than i did yesterday <laughs> let's uh less chaos and no singularity madness today so
0: sounds good to me all right well let's kick this thing off i'm going to ask you guys a question in this case i'm going to ask you to put on your pretend hats because i know that uh, during this pandemic you know you guys have been working i've been working and so uh, this is more of a uh, theoretical question as opposed to uh, a personal experience but uh you know imagine for a second that uh, you guys have been Locked down during the quarantine, no work, three months just basically in your house, not really doing anything, and you get that call that it's time to go back to work. What is your routine to get ready to go back, you know, as far as grooming, getting ready, doing what you need to do uh, for that first day back at work?
3: Go ahead, Tony. (laughs)
4: Okay. (laughs) Okay. So what I do is by this point, I've got like a finally a grown-up beard, and some hair that's maybe like really curly and wild behind the ears. I got a, a Wilson ball with a fun face because that's what I friends friend <laughs> for three months. Um, I am in Motley Crue, Van Halen, and heavy metal t-shirts, and now it's time to go back to Costco and you have to have a groomed cut and a somewhat groomed face. Um, I don't know how I get back in the routine, you know, maybe I had have- have the Thor belly at this point from in uh, game, <laughs> you know, and I'm just kind of like the dude. So it'd be like having to button down and get back into shape and uh, get back into routine. I don't know how I would do it because three months of doing that, uh, I think I would become quite the uh, lazy guy.
0: Fair enough. But that's Fair how
4: enough. I would look at least if I'm imagining for everybody out there or watching.
0: Okay. All right, Brian. Yeah, I imagine
3: it would kind of be like, remember after summer break, how terrible and difficult it was to go back to school? Oh, yeah. Yes. Remember that feeling, those first that first week of school, where just the morning crisp air doesn't feel right? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I feel Absolutely. like it would feel a little something like that. I'd probably have to do a few nights of melatonin beforehand <laughs> just to get myself back in the groove. To Because for sure, my sleep schedule... It's probably four a.m., five a.m. to like two <laughs> at this point. So I think I would probably have to pull an all-nighter one night, okay, and then take a melatonin and go to sleep at like eight p.m. and just get on that schedule for about three days. I would probably have the Gallagher happening because I have curly hair and I'm bald. I'm bald on top, so I definitely have had the Gallagher.
4: <laughs> so
5: I probably smash.
3: Some, I would smash some fruit and uh cut it up and take some melatonin to give myself like three days and pull it all night or three days before the first day of the three started something like that
0: perfect i mean that all sounds reasonable you know you would expect going back you'd you know hit the uh the hairstylist you know get trimmed up you know like tony said you know maybe do a little uh workout make sure you get back on your routine like ryan said well uh, here's somebody who's a little bit worried about her husband's routine after lockdown, so a woman has shared her fears that her husband is cheating on her after he started trimming his pubic hair after lockdown. After weeks of not tidying up his downstairs area, the man suddenly got the trimmers out after returning back to work. The concerned woman took to net mums to ask if she should worry about her husband not being faithful. The anonymous woman wrote, so my husband has shaved his pubes every uh, usually every six weeks or so. Anyway, last he did it, end of February, early March, and then hasn't touched them since he's been working from home due to coronavirus. On Monday he said he had to go back to work. I asked why and he said his boss asked him and he said yes. Only two of them in the office at a time, so it's him going to be alone with one woman in the morning and another in the afternoon. Anyway, skip to tonight and he's in the shower shaving away, which to me seems coincidental that he's back to work next week. Am I just being a paranoid freak? Well, many people felt the timing of the grooming session could ring an alarm. One person said, My ex did this 16 years together, marriage, and kids, and he was having an affair with someone in work. I asked him when he suddenly started regrooming, and he said he found it more comfortable, denied having an affair until she got in touch with me when he dumped her. I just had a gut feeling that something wasn't right when he did that. I think you will know in your gut if he's innocent or not. Now, uh, some reassured her that it could be just a reasonable explanation. Somebody said, I'm in work tomorrow and have just had a good tidy up down there. Certainly not because anyone at work is going to see it. It just makes me feel better. I tend to let things go if just at home. So you guys decide as... uh, this guy cheating with somebody at work or is he just trying to clean things up everywhere uh, as he uh, gets back into the routine of work
3: <laughs> you know i I was a little disappointed you never referred to it as manscaping
0: not once <laughs> well they never referred to it as manscaping but I think that's what we all know it as it's sort of a
4: yeah and you, did you say did you say net mums
0: net, mums. Just take place
4: in British? net mums like I'm they're trying to day. net
0: trying
3: to <laughs> net this
4: Oh, I oh, just got you know. a gold to clean you know wax between the smooth criminals down there. Yes, or do you just trim? Oh man, like the I think the weirder part is why is, the, is she the wife or the girlfriend? The wife. Okay, so why is the wife like lurking and watching him shave? Like that's a little creepy.
0: Hey, to each his own.
4: What are you doing there? Are you trimming your twigs and berries again?
3: <laughs> I, I think married uh, couples are all up in each other's business, bro. Yeah, all yeah. up in each other's business. <laughs> I'm gonna say, based
4: on the dumping, uh, yeah, he's probably cheating. I mean, otherwise, I think it's just kind of—I would imagine he's just trimming. I don't know. <laughs> Can't let
3: that thing go all like seventy.
4: Not
0: all willy nilly. Well, we'll yeah. post- but you know
3: how it all you t- know ties in. Sometimes you have got to just clean all the way up to feel fresh to hit yeah. that. Hit that new face, so he might not be. I
0: don't know. <laughs> well, we'll let you guys, the listeners, decide. I'll post it on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show Facebook page. But uh, you know what? We've got a great show lined up. Let's talk about this Wednesday. Hump Day! Yeah! Yeah! We have Animal Tales, sponsored by Rough Riders. Delusional Craigslist ads. Our call-in topic mm. today is vacation disasters. We've all had them. We've got Uncle Billy's time. This Day in History... And up next is Tony with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775 237 2266 now back to the show and welcome back folks
0: this is the Christian Phoenix radio show it is a Wednesday June 17th now uh, we love hearing from you guys and that's why we have set up the Phoenix line it is a 24-hour a day seven day a week voicemail line gives you guys the opportunity to call in about any subject whatsoever. You can talk about shaving your pubes like we uh, had in the <laughs> opening segment or anything whatsoever. But that number is 855-Phoenix-Radio. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile all of those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of the show, and as we do each and every day, Tony is here with the entertainment news.
4: Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, June 17th, and Jiminy Cricket, CBS All Access is a thing, and we have a amusing time loop segment today with the cast of 30 Rock, Gwen Stefani, and we're going to end it with a riot and the return of Lemmy. That's the Wednesday news. All right. Uh, Ewan McGregor is going to voice Jiminy Cricket for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It sounds as this time to give a little whistle for your man, Ewan McGregor, as it's recently been revealed that he'll be voicing the character of Jiminy Cricket in the stop motion animated version of Pinocchio. Uh, Recently, while speaking with Ace Universe, McGregor confirmed that he'll be voicing the iconic character who serves as Pinocchio's conscience in the classic children's tale of debauchery, wish fulfillment, and one woodcarver's dream to transform his his creation into a real live boy. Um, so he said he's playing Jiminy Cricket that I had started working on it before I left for New York. So some of it's recorded and of course it's stopped motion based. So it's going to take them a long time to make that film. But my first part, which is recording the dialogue is sort of done. This may or may not be, there may or may not be a song that has been recorded, but I'm not at sure I'm at Liberty to discuss that. So I don't know what you guys think. Uh, stop motion Pinocchio from uh, Del Toro, and it's Ewan McGregor.
0: Yeah, I mean, directed. That- oh, I was gonna say, uh, you know, directed by Guillermo del Toro. I don't know if it's gonna have sort of a horror twist to it. You know, he's obviously, uh, you know, the director behind Pan's Labyrinth, uh, the first two Hellboy movies. Uh, it's definitely gonna have an interesting look if uh, he has anything to say about it, which he does because he's the director. But uh, I don't know. I'd be looking forward to it. Yeah, even McGregor hes an amazing actor.
3: Yeah. So I think everything that he pretty much does, I enjoy. And I was thinking about something. I feel like Christian, you're almost like my conscience with the crickets. <laughs> you mean those crickets? <laughs> yeah, I like. Whenever it. I tell a bad joke. You can always no count right.
4: on. You can count on Mr. Phoenix for that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys have uh, CBS uh, All
0: Access? I do. Um, I signed up for it uh, during football season last actual football season.
4: Last football season. Ryan, you got anyone DM you that?
3: Uh, no one has DM'd me CBS. I need a CBS okay. DM.
4: And an HBO. Apple TV Plus
0: and yes. HBO
3: Max. Yes. Any I, and
4: all DMs are welcomed to my buddy Ryan, who, where's my hand at? Oh, right here. So right here, send this gentleman, names <laughs> Wink, on Instagram, DM this. Fine, gentleman. I'll take him. Woo! So, if you are so Christian, since you have CBS All Access, it's actually going to be rebranded um, in the new year. So, right now, they have—I uh, don't know how CBS All Access currently works right now, but it's saying um, they have—they uh, want to include everything from Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, the Smithsonian, MTV, BET, and Paramount. Um, as well as they want to do more on-demand content with the NFL, NCAA, and PGA. Um, they want to transform this into a super service to compete with Netflix, Hulu, and all the other streaming services. Um, even though Viacom, CBS, Paramount has cut licensing deals with Netflix at Comedy Central South Park, which streams on HBO Max, um, they want to start to move away from these lucrative deals just to get those franchises back for their CBS. So... Um, they're looking to do this in uh, 2021. They've got some original shows like The Twilight Zone and The Umbrella Academy, um, but I don't know. Could be a good thing, or do, is this just another deal of too much um, the uh, uh, streaming services? Because that's that'd be just another huge one.
0: No, I think it's a great idea. Right now, CBS All Access, you know, while they've got you know live sports. For the most part it's, you know, a a selection of some of their older shows and then just their originals. So they've got Twilight Zone, Picard, you know, a couple others and that's really about it. But it's only I want to say like 5 bucks a month, 6 bucks a month, so it's not that much. Now if they roll in like Nickelodeon and Paramount and all of those, it'll make it much more worth it. Now did they say they're looking to uh, jack up the price?
4: I moved up to 9.99 a month.
0: Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I might so have to rethink it. Still within a reasonable, but, yeah.
4: yeah. Still in a little bit reasonable, but uh, if you're already doing HBO Max, Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, and all right. that other stuff. Uh, well,
0: and it the tends
3: old to be
4: uh, just as much as cable.
3: Yeah. It doesn't sound too much to me on that DM. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love the shameless plugs, brother. Yeah. The uh,
4: only the because- only reason
0: I got it in the first place was to get football, and forgot to cancel it after that. So uh, yeah, we'll see.
3: They have yeah, Survivor, yeah. right? i think yeah so. they do yeah guilty guilty pleasure of mine <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone <laughs> I, I, I watch survivor still
4: you you are a survivor
3: <laughs> thank you
4: <laughs> you're welcome thank you hey, i know i know we're all fans of andy sandberg on the show um he's actually going to be doing a new show for hulu called palm springs um it's a bizarre time loop show and i'll tell you about it uh what would you do if you suddenly became trapped in a seemingly endless time loop? Would you abandon all hope for a better tomorrow? Or would you make the most of your time by steadily crafting the best day of your life? These are just a few philosophical questions that Niles, played by Andy Samberg and Sarah played by Kristen Mialotti, which is probably butchered. (laughs) uh, will be forced to ask themselves while being trapped in paradise, For Hulu's Palm Springs. That's the synopsis for it. So
0: it's basically Groundhog Day. Groundhog's Day. (laughs) That doesn't take place in Puxitani, just uh, Palm Springs instead.
4: They even labeled it Groundhog Day Light Comedy, making it the biggest sale in the history. Um, It just shows like this road of of a river, and it shows him floating in a pink tube and her like in a yellow tube. Um, But this is, uh, let's see says to be a good time, fun show, um, and a lot of laughs. So they're hoping that Palm Springs is going to do well. Um, it's going to be on Hulu July 10th, so not oh, wow. long
2: from here. Yeah. yeah uh, Rather you, quick.
0: You know, they've taken that concept a couple times and, and made it work. You know, the most recent that I can think of is the horror movie Happy Death Day, which I enjoyed.
4: I did, too. I thought that was a really good one. The sequel was even good.
0: The sequel was more of a comedy than a horror.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I agree. So it usually that is. <laughs> so it's it's called Palm Springs? Palm Springs, yeah. Sounds, sounds like a real hot show.
4: Boom!
3: <laughs> Get him in where I can.
4: <laughs> I love it. So 30 Rock is set to return to NBC for an Upfront special. The special is going to set to air on Thursday, July 16th. and it will be an hour-long commercial-free affair and will feature the return of the original cast members Tina Fey, Alec Baldwin, Tracy Morgan, Jane Krakowski and Jack McBrayer, in addition to others. If you're unable to attend this show, they will be showing it across USA, Bravo, E, Oxygen, Sci-Fi, and C, and B.C. Um, as well as any streaming services on the Peacock. Um, Tina Fey said, "We're all happy to have this excuse to remotely work together again." So it looks to be kind of in the veins of uh, the Office reunion, where it'll be a Zoom show. But
0: uh, yeah, I i uh you know I never really watched 30 rock when it was on the air but uh, we've recently been going back and, and catching up on previous seasons that's a funny show it's it's uh, i'm I'm sad I missed it the first time around
4: yeah it's it's actually not a bad show it is pretty funny um I know I've only got like a minute left before the actually thing, so we
0: need you to go to birthdays now.
4: Okay, bye-bye stories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so guess what, folks? Birthday. It's time for the birthdays. It's my, birthday. it's my birthday. How time flies.
4: It flew too quick, but I'll bring those other stories back tomorrow. There'll be two of them. I'm um, a peacock. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the birthdays, kids. Kendrick Lamar, rapper, is 33 years old. KJ Apaw is 23, and if you guys don't know who Mr. Apaw is, he is Archie Andrews in Riverdale. I have no idea who he is. Sorry. Venus Williams, tennis player, is forty. Amari Koopy Coopy Cooper is some wide receiver. Coopy coopy. Oh Coopy! Oh Coopy! Old man Koopy. Oh me Coopy. Speaking of old man, Barry Manilow, seventy-seven. <laughs> Will Forte, the terrible voice of Shaggy. Looks like Scoop. Fifty. He's also McGruber. Greg Kinnear is fifty-seven. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, who played Sandman in Spider-Man 3, was 60, or is 60, sorry. Jason Patrick, who was in the star of the awful Speed 2, is 54. And Joe Piscopo, 69 years young. Nice. That's your birthdays, that's your news, time flies. Let's get to the Craigslist stories after the
0: break. And actually, before we get to the Craigslist stories, we're going to have Animal Tales. So, uh, Tony, (laughs) uh, stuck in a time loop, jumping ahead. But, uh, folks, when we come back, we do have Animal Tales. Don't go anywhere.
1: Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And back to the
0: show we are. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, June 17th. We are all over social media. Many of you watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak And we're also available in rebroadcast every evening on the AUN-TV network, which is uh, 15 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social media, we are there too. Find me at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at tony.sanfilippo81. And Ryan's available at facebook.com forward slash ryan.wink or on Instagram at nameswink. Well, it is Wednesday, and as we do on every Wednesday, it is time for Animal Tales. Dogs and the cats, they tick out the middle where the honeybee
4: hums, and the cricket fiddles, the donkey brays and the pony neighs, the old great badger sighs.
1: Listen to the bass, it's a one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks, and the hippopotamus moans and groans of the big to-do, and the
0: old cow just goes moo. Now, as always, Animal Tales is sponsored by Roughriders.org. Roughriders is a 501c3 dog rescue that concentrates on transporting dogs from the rural kill shelters to uh, shelters and uh, rescues here in the Reno area. So uh, if you want to learn more about Rough Riders, head over to Roughriders.org or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash RoughRiders Saves. Guys, let's get into it. First story. <coughs> Apparently, bright pink flamingos are more aggressive than paler ones when it comes to fighting over food, according to new research. Researchers from University of Exeter, who looked at lesser flamingos with WWT Slimbridge Wetland Center, said very pink feathers mean the animals are in good health and ready to breed. Therefore, they said the more colorful male and female birds from this species tend to be more aggressive when competing for food. Flamingos live in large groups with complex social structures, Dr. Paul Rose from the University of Exeter said. Color plays an important role in this. The color comes from uh, carotenoids or carotene in their food, which for lesser flamingos is mostly algae. That they filter from the water so apparently the pinker you are the meaner you are
3: it's funny because um girls who wear the pants that say pink across the butt usually are down to fight
0: <laughs> <laughs> gives another meaning to a dtf right <laughs> down to fight tony your mic's not on <laughs>
3: I, I see him trying to talk. Have we lost Tony to the singularity? Is Mike's
0: not no, on.
4: Oh, you know why? Because I had a cough attack. I had to mute it. Ah. <laughs> I I said I will fight. You. I will you. fight you.
0: Actually, yeah, you didn't say, say, say that. You to said. That to you. That's yeah. what you said. So.
4: So there we go. I was muting that crap, man. I was. Ch- I wanted to hear yours because you do it so. That character you do is just great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mingos, more like Mean
0: Girls. Uh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> not, not, not quite. Didn't hit the mark. Not your best. Yeah, not it's your best.
4: Close is a little off.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on. You know, there's something about a really smart dog that makes it seem as if there might be some hope. The world is in the midst of a frightening viral outbreak, and nobody knows what will happen. The warning of the Planet shows no signs of stopping. It reached a record 21C and blah, blah, blah. But there's a dog in Norway. You know, that's what happens when you read the articles and don't pre read them. But there's a dog in Norway who knows not only the names of her toys, but also the names of different categories of toys. And she learned all this just by hanging out with her owners and playing her favorite game. Whiskey is a border collie who lives with her owners and almost 100 toys. And Whiskey's toys have names, they are dog appropriate. Like the colorful rope or the small frisbee. However, her owner Helga Svel- Svela, there in Finland or Norway, uh, says that since the initial, initial research was done, her toys have grown in number to 91 from 59, and he has had to give some toys people names like Daisy or Winger. Winger, wow. Winger, wow.
4: little kid, Winger. Come here, Winger.
0: That's for the plushy toys that resemble animals like ducks or elephants because the names duck and elephant were already taken. He says, during the initial research, Whiskey proved in test that she knew the names for at least 54 of her 59 toys. Which is impressive considering uh, one of my dogs, Goliath, will lick himself incessantly. And no matter how many times I call his name, he won't even recognize that, so...
3: 54 toys there's norway that's true oh hold on <laughs> hold on
0: that was good <laughs> Ooh. that
3: was a good one i'll, I'll slow it down ah. if i need to <laughs>
0: that's
3: a city in norway
0: <laughs> thank you for the explanation in that yeah you know for
3: our geographically challenged friends yeah
0: yeah you know some some people just aren't the world traveler that you
3: are ryan i never been I hear uh, the education is great. Uh, case in point, this dog. Yeah. I mean,
0: I thought you were going to go with another pun, but
3: I, I had nothing. I, I was, that's okay. I was I was throwing the ball to Tony. I hope he was. I was hoping he was going to retrieve it and bring it back.
4: I was I was not the dog from Norway. I was that I was like that dumb dog. I just wanger
3: <laughs> wanger.
4: I was the wanger of the group. There you go. I
0: All right. Wanger. Let's Ooh. move on. A giant Galapagos tortoise whose legendary libido has been credited with saving his species from extinction has officially entered retirement. Diego and 14 other male tortoises have returned to their native Espanola, one of Ecuador's Galapagos Islands. Hey, an area that I know you've been to, Ryan. The tortoises were put out to pasture on Monday after decades of breeding in captivity on Santa Cruz Island. The breeding program was a success, producing more than 2,000 giant tortoises since it began in the 1960s. Diego, aged 100, is thought to have fathered Hundreds of progeny, around 40% of the 2,000 giant tortoises alive today, by some estimates. Ecuador's environment minister, Paulo Preano Andrade, said the breeding program was closing an important chapter in its history. So, uh, at 100 years old, Diego is no longer doing the deed to save his species. Uh, I I would assume he was like the Hugh Hefner of the tortoise world. Or the Bob Marley. Uh, Just judging on the uh,
3: offspring, but I guess (laughs) it was time time for him to put his libido on the shell.
4: Oh, yeah, that earned it. Give you that. Man, Diego got down and dirty. Go, (laughs) Diego, go. I thought you were going to tell me that Apollo Armando Estrada was going to be a turtle name. I was like, he was going to be the new pimp turtle to uh, breed for the next hundred years.
0: (laughs) He's he's taking Diego's place, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you spent uh, you were in Ecuador, right?
3: I was in Ecuador. I didn't make it to the Galapagos. Okay. I I uh, I went to Guayaquil, which was leaving Quito. Most of the people on the flight were continuing on, but I stopped and I went on this little. My friend was the drummer for this this. Ecuadorian pop singer, so we went on this little tour and I got to go with them, which was pretty fun But I would love to go to the Galapagos the biodiversity uh, The nature I mean we got marine iguanas Place place looks amazing. I would love to go
0: sounds nice. Did you see any of the giant tortoise? I Did not I did not maybe so the time. I missed Diego maybe next time Maybe oh, next right. time. Well, let's move on to our final story <laughs> Headline: Tourists learn the hard way why you should never ever attempt to pet a lion.
4: <laughs> Carol Baskin. Yes, <Yeah. laughs>
0: just don't do this. So, footage from Serengeti National Park in Tanzania shows tourists in a vehicle getting up and close, up close and personal with a lion. Instead of being content with ph- uh, photographing the big cat, someone had to try and pet it through an open window, as can be seen in the video clip. It didn't go well. It could have been even worse. The video is from 2018, but went viral again after being reposted last week by Maasai sightings with the caption, still the dumbest tourist ever. And we will post that on our Facebook page for all of you to uh, revel in how stupid these people are. If there's one thing I love, it's reveling in how stupid people. Hey, we, we have a segment dedicated to it on Thursday, so. <laughs> yeah. But fo- man. folks, that does it for this installment of Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. When we come back, we will be getting to those delusional Craigslist ads. We'll see you in a few.
1: Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show.
0: It is a Wednesday, June 17th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or want to catch up on one of the previous shows, easy enough to do so, head over to americamatters.us, click on the Shows and Podcasts link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, you can get everything you need there, or head over to your favorite podcast platform, that's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, so many more. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, as always, sharing is caring. So, uh, in this segment, uh, came across a list of delusional Craigslist ads. We've all bought stuff off Craigslist. We've all utilized Craigslist for one thing or another. In fact, I think, Tony, while you were out here, you uh, uh, had to pick up some headphones out in the middle of nowhere uh, based off of a Craigslist (laughs) ad, correct?
4: Yeah, I did. Uh, Me and uh, I took (laughs) took Jenny with me to go on this wild adventure to Walter Whiteland all the way out by Pyramid Lake. So my Uncle Hank, he's got MS, and he can't really travel much. And uh, he found these noise-canceling headphones for $15. And he asked me, he said, hey, you're in Sparks, right? yeah. He's like, could you you go pick these up for me? And I said, sure. So I got a hold of the guy, and I said, hey, can you meet me over by the Costco off Pyramid Highway? And he's like, "Uh, well, I'm 10 minutes up the road from there if you want to meet me, like off Whiskey Barrel Road or something like that. So then I went on a fantastic day trip to the middle of nowhere. And it it wasn't (laughs) 10 minutes. No, it was not 10 minutes. It was like 45 minutes up the highway. And I had to meet him on this deserted dirt road. And Jenny's just like, uh... You sure we're supposed to meet this guy over here? I'm like, I
0: don't know. <laughs> well, it was
4: like we were waiting for like bad drug deals to go bad. It was it was crazy. It was the middle of nowhere,
0: though. Well, the good thing is you came out of it not murdered and buried in a shallow grave. So with my sister, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah,
4: of course.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so let's run through some of these. Uh, there are some great ones. The first is somebody selling a uh, glass table for $120. Uh, Caption, some assembly required. And then the picture is a pile of broken glass swept into the corner. (laughs) I would say a lot of assembly required. Sounds like my dreams. Oh, that's
3: just sad. (laughs) That was just sad.
4: Uh, I'll
0: give you,
4: how much you say that thing was? One hundred and twenty dollars. One
0: hundred twenty bucks.
4: For you, I give you a dollar twenty-five.
0: <laughs> uh, this next one, which uh, you know, for the uh, for the Rams fan in your family, uh, it is a picture of a police battering ram. They're selling for $40, caption says. I have a door ram that was left at my house this afternoon by the Atlantic County SWAT team trying to make $40 off of it to help replace my door. Seems reasonable to me. <laughs> How much? 40 bucks. Oh. For a door? For a ram. No, for a door ram.
4: Oh, yeah, for a door ram, To For a battering ram. You would think if, wouldn't the police need that back? Oh. Yeah.
3: I don't, I don't know. know Hopefully they don't sell it to like a jealous ex husband.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well the police left it, you know, they don't they say uh um
3: possession is nine per cents per of the law. That
0: exactly. Oh, I was gonna butcher it, but I'm glad you uh, stepped in. All right. <laughs> hey, are you guys familiar with the uh, missed connection section of Craigslist?
3: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Both of us. We're like, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: sure. I'm on there I'm on there every day. All right. Well, maybe On the th- daily. this might be for you. It is a man for woman 31 titled you farted in Kroger yesterday.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it reads, you were the tall brunette with the near perfect body that farted in the bread section last night. I was the tall guy next to you that looked over and asked, was that you? You quickly replied. No, it wasn't me. You almost seemed insulted. I would ask. As the stink grew, you continued to deny your flatulence, but it was evident. I tried to get rid of the stench by waving two loaves of ciabatta bread. You proceeded to storm off in an angry manner. You are beautiful, and even if you are a liar and fart like a Clydesdale, I'd love to meet up. <laughs>
5: that
4: is the perfect way to get a date. Like, call her out on her poop. I can't say the real <laughs> <laughs> one.
0: Would, oh. would you say it was love at first smell?
3: I'm hey, giving myself at, that one. At yeast, he didn't run away.
0: <laughs> bread. I,
4: don't... <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> I liked
3: <drink> it. today. <laughs>
4: oh, man. oh, man. Talk man. about a this... good
3: windbreaker. I mean, icebreaker. Ooh. That was great. Might
4: be a fun, uh, might be a fun segment down the line for our show, like just misconnections on Craigslist. Like Ryan reads one from his area, I read one from mine, you read one from yours.
0: I like it. I don't know. I like yeah, it. I, I like it.
4: That's funny. The whole fart thing. That's
0: great. <laughs> All right, another uh, item for sale on Craigslist. Uh, perfect for the person who's trying to dodge their utility bills. It is a fake wasp nest. It's an electric uh, cutoff decoy. Um, about to shut off your uh, electricity, I make these decoys. Gives you extra a week extra time, rent it to your cousins, and it is a fake wasp nest that you put right next to your utility <laughs> box.
3: Yeah, I heard those things are all the buzz right now. Ooh, good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting those utility bills does sting, though. Oh.
0: Ryan is, the
4: are they are on fire today, bro. Yeah, Ryan's in rare form. Lit.
0: Here's a Craigslist he ad. Crickets
4: and, and hot ones.
0: <laughs> Here's a Craigslist ad for the world of coronavirus that we live in. It is a picture of uh, five toilet paper rolls, empty, uh, you know, just the cardboard portion. And uh, it's titled, Toilet Paper Seeds, $15. Apparently, if you plant them, it'll grow uh, toilet paper, so... <laughs>
4: Now whoever buys that is the idiot that needs to... that's that's stupid.
0: Nobody's gonna buy it.
4: No, Talk. To somebody stupid or drunk or high you're gonna buy that.
0: <laughs> hey, well, man, I
4: get this idea. I was all Greg's man. I was like, yeah, I saw that like, five rows, I'm gonna plant that. He did toilet paper forever.
3: <laughs> you you will not buy that if you apply a little bit of uh logic. Mm.
0: Apply I liked it. Was it one-a-play or two-a-play? Where's the
3: crickets? I was on a
0: roll. Okay. All right. We'll give you, we'll give you both. <laughs> All right. Moving on. There is a picture of a uh, dog, golden retriever, sent next to a giant lobster, and it's titled Lobster for Sale, $50. Here's the description, selling my lobster goose. I love him dearly, however, it is time he found a new friend. Great with kids and pets. My dog is a little nervous around him, but with proper training, I'm sure your dog will love him just as much as I hope you will. He gets fussy when when he isn't taken for a walk. He mainly eats small fish. However, I've found that he loves a small piece of orange after dinner as dessert. Now keep in mind, he hates any music by Johnny Cash. If you play it, he will destroy anything around him. (laughs) That's just
4: wow.
3: I love it. People are funny.
4: They should have, you should have said, loves rock lobster.
0: Oh. Hates (laughs) hates country, but loves rock lobster. I like it. (laughs) All right. Here's one. Somebody, obviously, with a good sense of humor. uh, It is a uh, gallon of milk. Shows the expiration date of Best Buy, March 10th. And uh, it's titled Limited Edition Mario Milk. $50. And somebody actually had the (laughs) gall to reply, Is this still available? (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you say
4: mario milk like super mario
0: i i don't know oh because march 10th is the best Ma- oh yeah. march
3: 10 i think only like one percent of the population would respond back yeah.
4: to that mama mia it's mario milk it expired in march Woo-hoo!
3: <laughs> just reminded me of monster milk <laughs>
4: today's episode
3: not brought back not brought to you by monster milk what but- <coughs>
4: The terrible and yummy premier protein with oats. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that sounds terrible.
4: <clears throat> I like to I like to put a lot of just random crap in my body before the or during the show.
3: I noticed different packaging on the weekly on a weekly basis. With me. Yes. Main
4: teenies. <laughs> Premier Oaks, Monster Milk,
0: Kirkland Signature,
4: <laughs> Gaines, bro. Be the thing, yeah,
0: you're on them, <laughs> Gaines, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Here's one for our less uh, racially sensitive uh, listeners. It is a picture of a Lego minifigure. That is uh, dressed in a sombrera, holding a nacho chip bowl, has a sombrero on, and holding a lightsaber. And uh, it is titled Obi-Juan Kenobi, and it's selling for $1,001 in Vancouver. What?
4: Get out of here with that price. (laughs) Obi-Juan, you're my only one. You're my only hope.
0: All right, uh, up next we have a uh, bicycle that has a chainsaw attached to the front of it and uh, is titled Motorized Social Distancing Bicycle, listed for $999.
3: <laughs> I think I saw that once.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's the Mad Max edition Schwinn, right? You missed Get my off
4: my day. huffy, mother lovers.
0: I'm sorry, I missed a, a Ryan pun?
3: <laughs> I said I think I saw. That one oh. time. See? Boom! Okay, these... It's not going to cut it. <laughs> if...
0: Cue <laughs> <two> crickets. <laughs> all right, all right. And then finally, here's one that Tony will appreciate. It is a Funko Pop, which, uh, you know, Funko Pops came out within the last ten years or so of Kurt Cobain. Somebody selling a genuine autograph. Kurt Cobain Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you know, the commenters who uh, realize that that's not physically possible asked who in the hell it's autographed by because there's no way he did it before he supposedly blew his brains out. But, uh, folks, we are headed into our break. When we come back, we've got your vacation disasters. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in about seven minutes.
1: I wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: everybody to the Christian phoenix radio show it is a wednesday june 17th we hope you had a nice uh, little break there uh, while we played the news now uh, for those of you who are watching and those of you now listening we have been joined by our special co-host billy Galewood. how you doing today billy Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. Awesome. Before we get into our call-in topic, real quick, just wanted to mention a project that Billy's been working on, hosted by Big Bang Theory actress Mayim Bialik. The show is called Celebrity Show-Off, uh, debuting on TBS on June 23rd, so just a few days from now, which uh, pits a number of celebrities, including Diplo, Ja Rule, Gabby Butler, Dwight Howard, Travis Kelsey, Nene Leakes, Jason Raz, uh, Kevin Smith... Tori Spelling and Bella Thorne uh, in making uh, little short uh, videos and competing for the essentially the last man standing uh, based on votes. And so, uh, Billy, you've been working with Jason Mraz. I watched the first video yesterday, and it was hilarious.
2: Thank you. You can see it on YouTube. Um, I think it's uh, the Celebrity Show Off uh, YouTube page, or the Jason. M- I don't know if it's on the Jason Mraz youtube page but all of the all of the all of the first episode videos came out on youtube uh yesterday so you can you can go there and check those out and then next week they do uh they do a show where everybody talks to each other and they they talk about each other's videos it's fun it's it's a fun little show and it was i was happy i'm happy to be a
1: part of it
0: yeah it sounds like a blast uh, yeah it's on the tbs youtube channel my guess is under the yeah. celebrity show off playlist but i should know these things <laughs> some tv if you are <laughs> if you are I'm a TV. fan of this show and the silly wacky humor you will you will yeah. love that Jason Raz video like i said i was just dying
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we try to use cats as much as we can.
0: A lot of cats. cats. But, folks, this is the portion of the show where we want to hear from you. At the end of this segment, you're going to call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, even if you are hanging out with the sexual revolutionary Diago out in the... Galapagos Islands. It is toll free. It'll be on our dime. And today we are talking about vacation disasters. We've all gone on vacation. Sometimes they go really well. Other times, not so much. Uh, Tony, I want to go ahead and kick it off with you. Any vacation oh, disaster boy. come to mind?
4: Oh yeah, I did not. For all the traveling I've done, you know, they all go pretty smooth. Like I haven't had other than a cancellation due to storm. Uh, last June, that that's not an entertaining story for radio. So I have to give you an entertaining story at my expense. It helps. So, so we'll go back in time to uh, 2005. I went to uh, Freeport, Bahamas, with my then ex-wife. Well, I guess my then ex-wife. know. that was that possible. was nice to you go. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. I took it for a fun, you know, <laughs> trying to win her back. Um, <laughs> no, so my then wife, we, uh, we had, uh, a, a, we had, that was actually our honeymoon because, uh, it, we had delayed it and we actually had a real one in, uh, Freeport and it was started out great, but there was a, a night of the bonfire. So that's what we'll call it. The bonfire. So, you know, the locals, they get you all, you pay like 50 bucks and it's all you can eat, all you can drink on the beach. Sounds fun and good. You know, if you can control yourself. Um, and I remember drinking the rum punch, the strawberry <laughs> rum punch. Go figure, nothing nothing less than classy, that right? That doesn't three surprise me. For me, shouldn't surprise anyone. So uh, after about maybe three, seven of those very strong rum punches, they did this game where you had to, like, line up with the other people. You had to run out, spin around a baseball bat, and then crawl under people's legs. It was like this weird game. I just remember the sand doing this, and I'm just like, "Oh God!" And then bits and flashes. At one point, um, I was dancing on stage with hula girls that were swirling <laughs> fire, um, while having globs of barbecue sauce on my face. I saw the photos. I was bitching about not getting to eat and how I felt ripped off and embarrassing the the wife big time. Um, we also like at the time we're in charge of this girl that was staying at our hotel cause she was 16 and you could drink at 16 there. Um, so we decided, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take her with us. We'll take her for a fun night out. And, uh, apparently 16 year olds can't hold their liquor as much as a 22 year old at the time could. Um, I remember she met a dude <laughs> made out with the dude. And then when she found out that the dude voted for George Bush, they were at each other's throats. So that was a nightmare. So, uh, the ex-wife was, uh, consoling the girl. And then while I was at the front of the bus, Drunk as a skunk, I'm next to an old lady, probably Blanche from the Golden Girls. I put my arm around this lady and I'm like, if I wasn't with my wife, I'd be with you. I planted a big old kiss on her cheek. Then later in the night, we're in the hotel room and uh, the wife wakes up and she's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm sitting over in the corner just taking a big old piss on on the floor. And I'm like, stop judging me. And, uh, you know, that trip. Was just the rest. I had the worst hangover hangover I ever had, um, and that actually probably was the cata the catalyst that eventually ended the marriage. I think she <laughs> always remembered. Uh, Don't take this dude on vacation. He's a train wreck.
0: Doomed so from the at beginning. My
4: expense. I I had a lot of fun, but I did a lot of stupid stuff.
0: So <laughs> well, that's certainly yeah, a disaster. No. <laughs> uh, with about a minute left, uh, Ryan, any uh, quick disaster stories come to mind for from you?
3: Oh yeah. A few a few do. I don't want to get into the some of the darker ones cuz there's been a few involving guns and shootings and hitting the deck near bank robberies, being robbed by kids. Um but the one I do remember when I first moved to Brazil, here's another one. It's a little lighter. Okay. Um I was I was living by myself right near the beach. And so I used to go I made good friends with these guys who owned this uh, little beach bar. And, uh, so, you know, quite often I'd be there drinking. And one day they started wrestling at the end of the day, all these bar owners, they're like, Oh, get the gringo in there. And, you know, I grew up wrestling. My dad was a wrestling coach. I was like, yeah, I'll wrestle. They put me against like the little kid first. And I just, I tossed him. They're like, go against Natal, this 40 year old dude. So he comes at me and I did like a, a Greco Roman toss and I threw him. And the guy stands up, and his arm is straight, and his hand is just hanging. Oh, and no. I broke this guy's hand, arm, and they had to rush him off to the hospital. And the next day, I show up, and he's in a full-arm cast, but he's still working because he's a he's, he's humble man. He has to work. Oh, and he's, no. like, running drinks with one arm and a full-arm cast. So
0: that was fun. All right. All right. Well, folks, we want to hear from you. We're opening the phone lines now. 844 790 TALK. That's 844 790 8255. Give us a call with your vacation disasters. We're going to go to a quick break and then we'll be back to hear from you.
1: to join the conversation call 844 790 talk that's 844 790 8255 now back to the show and we are
0: back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, June 17th, and we are at that portion of the show where it is your time to shine. You, the listener, give us a call right now with your vacation debt. Yep, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> uh, with your vacation disaster stories at eight four four seven nine zero 790 talk That's 844-790-8255. Uh, we do have a couple callers on the line. Before we get to those, uh, just my quick story. Like Tony, I was previously married, and uh, on the honeymoon, we had planned to go on a cruise out of New Orleans down to the Mexican Riviera. sounded really nice. Well, three days before our wedding, uh, a little thing called Katrina hit. And so uh, trying to take a cruise out of New Orleans was uh, pretty much impossible. So we quickly had to scramble and figure something out. Uh, figured, uh, uh, put together a trip to Cabo San Lucas, which was beautiful, stated an all-inclusive. Second day there, we went on a uh, pirate sunset cruise where they had, uh, you know, really nice mixed drinks, not realizing that the ice that they used was unfiltered, and uh, then spent the next two days with uh, Montezuma's Revenge, so... Uh, <laughs> I pooped my pants. (laughs) So the honeymoon uh, started out well, and obviously we know how that all ended. But uh, in any case, it's not about me. It's about you guys, the caller. Uh, Give us a call right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Let's go ahead and go to our first caller. Who are we speaking with? Hello? Are you there? Yes. No. Maybe. Hello. Maybe not.
1: Hello. <laughs> uh,
4: hmm. Tim? Well. Tim, are you there?
0: Wow.
5: <laughs> speaking
0: of disasters.
5: I
2: hope somebody was screen recording that. <laughs> if I wasn't awake before, I certainly am now. I know. Hello coffee. Let's
0: try Hello. let's try that again. That was cruel. Who are we speaking with?
1: Well, Chris, this is your dad.
0: Oh well, hello. You, you are very low. We can kind of hear you, but uh, this is the original golden voice, uh, my dad. And uh, I know you've got plenty of vacation disaster stories. Uh, which one comes to mind?
5: Yeah, hang on for a second. Oh. The, uh, the speakerphone. <laughs> anyway, there so you speaking, go. speaking of, uh, speaking of speaking uh, of of cruise ship disasters, uh, this one could take a few minutes, but anyway. 1994 uh, your mother and I went on a cruise to Alaska with uh, uh, the grandparents and uh, other in-laws anyway uh, third night third. can uh, you hear me yep yep keep going <laughs> I'm I'm being I'm being told I, I'm being told I, I'm not being hurt anyway uh, third night uh, middle of the night. We're asleep next morning. we're supposed to be in Juneau, Alaska, and um, all of a sudden the the ship this is a nine hundred foot cruise ship it bounces up, and I mean we were just about thrown out of our our beds, uh, you know, kind of like being in a bad earthquake in Southern California. And we had an inside cabin so we couldn't really tell what was going on. but all we could hear was was it was like. Machinery running and and uh, sounds of rushing water and things along those lines. And uh, it it died down after a few minutes, and everything was went back to normal. And uh, we went back to sleep, didn't think anything of it. Next morning, I'm up early, knock on the door. Brother-in-law is at the door at 6 o'clock in the morning. He says, you guys got to come up here and see this. And I said, well, what? no, no, you got to come up and see this. So, got out there, and as we're getting up the stairs into the main area, the captain comes across on the intercom and says, uh, Well, as you may have uh, noticed, uh, the uh, the ship has been stopped, and uh, we are uh, investigating damage to the ship. So, as I've walked out, there were Coast Guard cutters. <laughs> and other rescue vessels all around the ship there was a CNN helicopter and a coast guard Gosh. helicopter up in the air and uh so the captain goes on to say well we're uh, we're taking a look at uh at what's going on with the ship and we'll get back to you please please stay in the in the assembly areas." okay so uh we walked out and we looked out and there were divers uh diving into the water, going under the ship. So not much longer, uh, Captain comes on again, and he says, Well, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but we are uh, terminating the cruise here, and uh, we've, uh, we've had damage to the ship. Uh, please go back to your cabins. Uh, put all your uh, belongings in your suitcases. Put them out in the hallway. We'll pick them up. We're taking you off the ship in the lifeboats. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so uh, we had everybody sat there, and uh, mind you, the ship had been pulled over into a small fishing harbor. And uh, we sat there probably the rest of the day by the time they, they called our names. They literally called names to, to come. And uh, so they had us assemble in the, in the movie theater, so we're sitting in the movie theater and then by of course by that time uh you know, I I should say back in those days I, I was not one to take things lying down and I wasn't about to have my my vacation cancelled three days in.
0: Back in those so days. I'm
5: spouting off to, yeah, well okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh I'm spouting off to everybody, well, you know, you guys gotta make this good and you know, I'm not gonna I'm not going back home and you know, whatever. Anyway, so I'm sitting there in the movie theater and this purser woman comes walking up and I grab her and I'm probably yelling at her saying, you know, well, this is no good. And she, finally, she just stops me and she looks at me right in the eye and she says, sir, don't you understand? We could have all been killed last night. And then she stopped. She realized what she said. So, so we, we, we just went on so they took us, sure enough, they took us off the ship in a lifeboat, we got off into the harbor, off the lifeboat, CNN cameras and everything. They whisked us right straight onto a whole fleet of buses that was lined up, jumped on the buses, drove into, you know, straight onto the airport runway, where they had airliners lined up one after another. So they put us straight from the bus into an airliner, and flew us to Seattle. So, uh, you know, the following morning, I, I uh, of course, went and complained some more. And, uh, you know, to make a long story short, they, they, <laughs> the, the ultimate silver lining was they ended up uh, sending us to Vancouver for a week's vacation on them. Uh, they had to buy all new clothes for us because we didn't have any clothes with us. Uh, they paid for a hotel, everything, car. Uh, they ended up giving us all of, our, all of our money back for the cruise. They gave us another cruise, which we took the following year. And ultimately, we found out that the, the ship had hit a submerged rock outcropping uh, in the inland passage off the coast of, of uh, Alaska, which they knew was there, but they hit it anyway. They put a 250-foot gash in the bottom of the ship. Wow. And, and then later sold the ship off. So, anyway, that's, well, my, that's my cruise disaster story.
0: I would say that's about <coughs> as big of a disaster as you can get with a vacation. The only saving grace is that uh, Jack and Rose weren't uh, uh, passengers <laughs> along with you. So, <laughs> Dad, I, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know, that story is well worth it. And uh, hope to hear from you on uh, some of our future call in topics.
5: Yeah, hopefully I'll see you Sunday there you go <laughs> all right
0: ah. talk to you later so yeah yeah that was uh it was a long story but uh you know well worth the uh that was the crazy. Payoff. yeah yeah but uh, i was
3: hoping they were going to be playing titanic in the movie theater
0: yeah <laughs> could Fitting. you imagine the irony and, and
3: i also hoped he was going to say i was waiting in the main staging area and they put women and children On the lifeboats first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As the band is playing off. Exactly. Well, folks, that does it for our call-in topic for today. When we come back, Billy's here. Uncle Billy is here with Uncle Billy Storytime. So don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a few.
1: Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And welcome back.
0: This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, June 17th. Now we have a 24-hour day, seven day a week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line where you can call in, tell us your vacation story talk about anything whatsoever that number is 855 phoenix radio that's 855 f-e-n-i-x r-d-o or 855-336-4973 keep it entertaining we'll put those together put them out in a future show but uh, we are here now as you guys who are watching can see billy's pulled out his guitar and that means it's time for uncle Billy's
2: story time <coughs> it's uncle Billy's story time come here and sit on my lap <laughs> I didn't say it with enough grovel like I'm that uncle I'm that uncle that you never want to be leave alone. <laughs> oh so okay, here's a story uh, 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 reminded to me by my friend here, Ryan Wink, and uh, what happened was, you see I got I went to Tulum for New Year's, and um I don't know if I could do it with the guitar. I'm sorry. Story time. Guitar. Here we go. I was in Tulum, right? It was in. It was. Uh, it was January a couple of years ago, and uh, I go to Tulum, and I and I. Do you ever go on vacation sick, already sick, and you're trying to pull it off? Like, yeah, I'll just get better on vacation. I'll get better while going through airports, not taking my vitamins, trying to drink and do other stuff, and then like, and then. And then no, you just you just continuously get sicker, right? So I was hosting a six hundred person, really bougie, uh, uh, on the beach, invite only type of New Year's party, and they're like, "Bill, you got to get dressed up." So luckily, I have my sister's dress on me. Don't ask why, but I'm like, dress, oh, I'll dress start with this on dress. you or with you. Well, it was eventually on me. I'm both <laughs> one in the same. So I put this dress on. I had this like, you know, because they all get like, you know. You get borderline culting, you know, when you're out there all in white and stuff, you meet people like hitting their name. There's Metatron and Lightning Bolt and stuff. So, um, the uh, so I'm out there, right? And they're like, Billy, put this hat on. It was this giant, like, giant, uh, it looked like a, looked like a sea anemone coral reef, and it had a giant horn. So I I look like the unicorn my dad never wanted me to be, and uh, so I host this thing, right? But I'm just not gelling. I'm not. I read this thing somebody tells me to read. I'm not being myself. People look at me like, "All right, let's speed this up." Uh, So I get off. I get off the the thing. My job there is done. So. As the days go by, I meet more people, whatnot, and I meet this one guy, he's like, hey, you wanna go make some moonshine with me uh, in the jungle? And I like, well, I got nothing else. I was just gonna read this book, so let's go make some moonshine. <laughs> so we go to the jungle, and, and we're in there, and he like just pulls a tarp out, and then there's all this stuff. He goes, you ever hear of this stuff called posh? And I'm like, no, but I'll drink it, sure, let's go. And uh, we uh, go back to his house, and it's basically this little, this little moonshine that you just do little sips of. You don't, you don't do it to get drunk. You do it to get, like, oh, I don't know, clear the sinuses. a lot. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how it goes. So I drink this stuff, right? I'm like, okay, cool. It was kind of good. So I drink maybe like this much of it, right? Not thinking that this was just. Booze in the in the jungle that has there's like malaria in the cats out there. Like you know, I'm not you got to be careful. You got to wash your hands when you when you look at people. You'd be like, I look this person, at, nah, I should go wash my hands so I don't get something so uh, the next day, I proceed. I proceed to just get sicker and sicker, and the energy was getting darker. And my friend was like, "Come, you can sleep in my house." So I'm like, "Thank you, my like friend. We're only friends. With beautiful young lady, it was amazing. I went to her house down the road. She's like, "Look, I'm gonna go out tonight. You stay in the bed. I'm gonna go out. I'll just, I'll take the other half of the bed." I'm like. Gotcha. So I'm laying in the bed like this, just had my arms already prepared to die because that's what i felt like. Beads of sweat coming to beads of sweat. So I finally fell asleep. I wake up in the middle of the night. I look over and she's sleeping peacefully next to me. I'm like, oh man, I'm so sweating. Ooh, my stomach kind of hurts. I got to go to the bathroom. And I get up and I walk to the bathroom and I, this is where it's going to get bad. So if you're kids, <laughs> listen up, because you can relate. I pulled out, I go to like pull down my pants. I had... I had fluffed my whole pants. I had I had let it out. I had pooped my pants next to a beautiful woman oh. in Jaloum. But now was, it was everywhere down my legs, in my shoes. So I had to strip naked real fast and I panicked. Do you ever panic where you're just like, you're standing there and you just go like this? You literally go like, you don't know which direction to turn. That's what I did. So I'm naked. I'm in there and I'm like, can I take a shower? It was weird to just yell out, can I take a shower. Yes. So I'm taking a shower. Water is literally dribbling out like a brook. Oh. And you're like, oh, let me let me splash on my face on a hike, you know? But I had to do, I had to clean myself off myself with these dribbles, right? With these dribbles. I'm in there for 30 minutes. Then I sit down in the bathroom and a in a and a the sound of a rose bowl parade starts coming out of me as I'm just getting this virus and this moonshine and this infection out. Now, let me tell you where I was. I was in her bathroom. Her bathroom was in her bedroom. Her bathroom door was about nine feet from the front of her bed where she was sleeping. And guess what? No door. Just a curtain, just a curtain, right there. There was no block of smell, there was no block of sound, there was no block of me and my desperation. And, 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 and just, I was gonna, I was history that night. And then after 45 minutes, she goes, hey, Mosa, I'm going to put in some headphones. I'm like, now, you're doing headphones now? I just made it like, it sounded it's like death metal in your bathroom, 45 minutes. I sneak up. I, my shorts out i go back to bed i wake up the next day i give her a hug to go to buy like okay thank you for everything i look over and my (laughs) shorts it was a (laughs) see-through trash bag it looked like it looked like i had a you know i had a mud fight with a bunch of kids at a, a pig roast, you know? Just, and I was like, ah, I'll see you later, I throw her out. I had to go ditch the shorts. All I had was a bike with two flat tires. It just kept going. I washed the sheets up. She comes home. I had to dry them with fans. It just, and this the week. I felt so bad for this girl. I, I, I ran her car off the road. I had it towed. I had to pay off the Federale, which was kind of cool, again, like 40 bucks, like this. Like under my arm, I got to do that in my life. I'm like, take this and they say this. So that was pretty much one of the worst trips of my life. There's more to it, but I know there's only so much time. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. That's... Uncle Billy's story time. Here's five bucks, but give me 250 back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, if it weren't true, it wouldn't be Uncle Billy's story time. We can always count on you for a good one, Billy. Folks, got when, it. when we come back, we're going to be talking this day in history and some uh, unusual holidays on this day. Don't go anywhere. See you guys in a few.
1: Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show.
0: And you guys made it to the end of the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, June 17th. If you missed any portion of the show, want to go back, catch up on it, or uh, catch up on one of the previous shows, you can do so by heading over to americamatters.us. Click on the Shows and Podcasts link. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And you can find video there, you can find audio there, and uh, you know you can also get us on anywhere you get your podcasts. So Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Deezer, Dozer, Gozer, you name it. I'm the Keymaster, you're the Gatekeeper, and uh, we'll be there. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you're always up to date on the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Sharing is caring. Well... As we are in the last show, uh, no, last segment of the show, as my mind wanders off, as we do each and every day, we are here for this day in history with Mr. Ryan The
1: head. It's this
0: day
2: in history with Ryan Wink.
3: That's right, folks. We have reached the end of the show, which means I look back in time and get to. Relay what happened on this day. So, let's get into it. On this day, in 1462, Vlad the Impaler attempts to assassinate Mehmed II, forcing him to retreat from Wallachia. Mm,
0: good old you guys, Mehmed. You, you know Vlad. Oh, Vlad.
2: Did they have those Not names while, while they were alive, or did those come after? Like, you go to the back, thank you go to the bank and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to put the impaler on there. <laughs>
0: you don't have Damn. it. You don't have it under Vlad. Check under the impaler.
3: <laughs> Ivan the Terrible, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I they think got those po- posts. I posthumous.
0: But uh, Vlad the Impaler was the basis of Dracula, right?
3: Exactly.
0: And you should look was up the a basis picture. for Dracula.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, He's <was> playing the <laughs> Seinfeld theme. But dong bong, bong, bong. <laughs> boom! 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 boom. <laughs> um,
3: where? What's that place called? Uh, Transylvania.
0: Yes, <clears throat> it's
3: from Transylvania. And look up a picture of this guy. He he, he looks like uh, Captain Hook on crack.
2: Oh, <laughs> the, crack! It's, crack-ula? Crackton Hook. Dracula. Crackton. Yeah. Ah. This is the guy they based crack- Dracula off, right? Crackton Hook. <laughs> Crackton Hook. He's <laughs> actually Vlad the Third.
3: I know. I just it just I just wanted to say and Vlad the Impaler.
2: And it's not Impaler, it's I'm paler because he looked very well. To <laughs> hey. Yeah. I was gonna say that if he's the third, then his dad was
0: the impaler, and so was his grandfather.
2: Yeah, so was his
0: grandfather. You know what I mean.
3: Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> On this day in sixteen thirty-one, after a noble woman died during childbirth, her husband, Mughal Emperor Shah Jahan the First spent the next 20 years building her tomb. Can you guys guess what that tomb was? What it's called? It's one of the probably most well known tokens of love ever built in the world. Anybody?
2: Mm. It's Grant's tomb.
3: It's in India.
2: <laughs> it's in India. Um, There's two buildings facing each other. The pyramids.
0: <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> Egypt. Yes, the pyramids of India. Yeah. Oh oh the two
2: people <laughs> the, in- the Taj Mahal <laughs> Taj Mahal yeah. I thought that was a singer
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh this was the neat. the original this is Taj Mahal the third.
4: I've been there hmm. once and I had diarrhea for three days. You have been there? Well just the one in uh, Westminster, Colorado <laughs> the Indian restaurant.
2: I had you know that diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your jeans. Give me, <laughs> give me that. Come on, give me a. that. Was hey. good. Look <laughs> like at Billy
0: right. with the
4: jokes. Big time drums.
3: Yeah, baby. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, on this day, this man, talk about a good year this guy had. In 1837, Charles Goodyear obtains first rubber patent.
0: Pre-pun. Pre-pun.
3: Pre-pun. He had a good year. He did. His name's Goodyear. He did. Goodyear.
2: Yeah. I didn't get one for runs in your jeans. You did. Oh, he, you
3: know you did. He, he did. You were just talking, so you couldn't hear it.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny
0: that uh, my guess is that we get this day in history from uh, different websites, because I'm pretty sure that was another one that I read on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, I'm
3: telling you, I got the good sources. And it's to Billy not hearing the drums. The less you bump your gums, the more you hear the drums.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ride. That, just just that deserves. Very glad drugs. the Impaler.
3: <laughs> On this day in 1896, polar explorers Fridtjof Nansen and Frederick Jackson meet yeah, by see. chance in Franz Josef Land Island in the Arctic. So two explorers. I never heard this story and. I only have one line of it but they meet by chance on in Franz Joseph
0: land or island in the Arctic huh? what are the chances so mm-hmm. two guys are like I'm gonna be the first solo explorer and then at some point they just run into each other like what are you doing here
3: oh, I'm talk just about exploring. a disaster <laughs> talk about a disaster vacation
0: yeah that it is
4: I wanted to be the first one.
3: That's cold, man. Ah, it, was, it, was our, it was the Arctic. I was waiting
0: <laughs> for a cold pun.
3: Oh, well, this is a pretty plain uh, piece of history. Amelia Earhart embarked on first transatlantic flight by a woman on this day in 1928. Pre-pun. pun. All right. And uh, on this day in 1944, Iceland declared independence from Dan- Denmark and became a republic. Anybody know the capital of Iceland?
0: Um, no, I don't. Anybody? Bueller. Re-
3: Reykjavik. 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 Look up the spelling. If you just saw the word, no way you would guess that uh, it was pronounced like that.
2: <laughs> kind of like t- tchotchke. How is that spelled? Do you ever see the word Chachki? I like with a T. <laughs> It has one of those silent T's in it now yeah, is totchkey
0: it, look it up Is it true that they named Iceland Iceland because it was beautiful. They didn't want anybody to go there and they named greenland Greenland to Somebody. throw people off?
3: I think it was to do with pirates, okay, so it was the same story, but they didn't want pirates going to Iceland because it was more beautiful. yeah, Greenland is definitely uh worse weather. It's a huge ice sheet for the most part. But there is a population that lives there. But yeah, they wanted the pirates to go to Greenland and not Iceland apparently. Because everyone spoke English, so obviously they called it Greenland and Iceland, right?
0: Could you imagine being a pirate back in the day? You're like, oh man, we're going to the Caribbean. Nope, you're going to Greenland. Sorry. I quit. I quit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) On this day, in 1947, Pan Am Airways chartered its first worldwide passenger airline. 1947. Ooh,
0: that was ah. back in the day when people dressed up in suits. All of the flight attendants were like super hot models and short skirts. And, you know, unfortunately, nowadays you still get a lot of flight attendants who were the original Pan Am flight attendants, and uh, some have not aged well and you could smoke cigars oh yeah
4: yeah you could get away with a lot back there's a giant
3: hot box like... yeah my grandma to- always tells me the story about she was on some i think it was you know new york to la or something this guy was just smoking a cigar the entire time next to her like where imagine this imagine that environment yeah, just said very it. Be awful
4: yeah. that would not be pleasant
2: nope yeah I would never want to sit next to an old lady <laughs> 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 oh, <my God. laughs> All right guys picture
3: this on this day in 1970 Edwin Land patents the Polaroid camera.
0: Oh good pre-pun I didn't even catch it at first.
3: Uh, yep um, Polaroids man I mean, they made a comeback I feel like in the last few years.
0: They did, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, shake it like a Polaroid picture. I I don't know if that actually did anything, but it seemed to be sort of a just a natural instinct that as soon as it popped out, you had to.
2: Right?
0: It must. That was the idea. Was it ever draw
2: on a Polaroid like as it's developing? You run your nail on it? No, no. A pen, you could decorate it. Yeah.
0: Now you say dry faster. Was it wet to begin with? (laughs) Not, not a sexual. Innuendo. I'm just oh, asking. No, I, no. I, I, don't know. I
2: I think it does did, did because you can't touch it. Yeah, you can't touch it when it first comes out. You got to leave it. Interesting. Mm. It's always
4: interesting. Yeah, you know, it's you developing. Had, you had to wait for it to appear. So yeah,
0: I, uh, yeah.
3: Let's go Let's all get a bunch of Polaroid cameras after this show and just have a good old time. Well, at least we lost, at least
0: the you know if the Polaroid camera is coming back, not the uh, disposable. The zip 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 zip, zip click. <laughs> I hate oh. to see those make a comeback.
2: I was just oh. thinking about those yesterday. I swear, I was like, if I go on vacation again, I'm just going to buy six of those.
0: <laughs> Good <laughs> luck finding place to
2: uh, uh, develop it.
0: Develop, God, you can tell those it's the end like, of the
2: show. You can still get pictures developed at like CVS and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can. And, and I was right.
3: Yeah, and I was. You know, sometimes I would have inappropriate pictures on there. I always imagine like. That, those developers are privy
2: to oh, a lot yeah. of
3: secrets.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yes,
3: they
1: are.
2: You know they're making doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Make doubles of that one. One for you, one for me. On this day, in
3: 1972, five men arrested after trying to bug Democratic National Committee office in Watergate complex Complex in Washington. The Watergate scandal, which... Oh, with tricky Dick. Yes, which uh, eventually led to his resignation. Oh, my grandma just texted me. She said, "Listening to your show, it was on the plane from LA to Trinidad. Cigar, eleven hours. Love, Ooh. grandma. <laughs> ah. Yay, grandma wins. Awesome to you know
0: your grandma listens. Oh, Grandma oh. Carol, she tunes in. She's a big fan of the show. She she enjoys the to- toilet humor."
3: You know, I don't know. She hasn't commented on that. Okay. I, I, I hope. I always, I always blush a little when it comes up because I'm like, is Grandma listening right now?
0: Hi, Grandma Carol. Yeah.
3: Hi, Grandma Carol.
2: Hi, Hi Grandma, Grandma Carol.
0: Carol.
3: <laughs> 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 11 Carol. hours of cigar. She's seen things.
2: Oh, man.
3: Well, uh, how much time do we have here, guys? we, we got th- three minutes, minutes left. left. we got like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, uh, on this day... 135 years ago, the Statue of Liberty arrived in New York packed in 241 crates as a gift from France. Did it oh,
0: Did it come with uh, IKEA directions where it's just pictures <laughs> and a uh, single Allen wrench? No, they were like, you figure it out. <laughs> we built <do laughs> this for you. Mm.
2: Now you. I got some, some IKEA meat meatballs wild. in the fridge. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I just okay. up. Hey, IKEA meatballs are delicious. I know I have some in the fridge. It it makes me want to have lunch. It's almost. I'm so
0: hungry. We'll do uh, meatballs and ice cream after the show.
3: (laughs) Oh, you one whole meatball.
0: (laughs) Meatballs and ice
3: cream.
2: With two minutes left, why don't we do some uh, holidays? Today's Uh, okay. Today in holidays for Wednesday, June seventeenth, two thousand twenty. it's National Global Garbage Man Day.
0: Uh, like I said in the break, the unsung heroes. Just think this about is it. A... No garbage yeah. men, what our streets would look like, garbage piling up, the smell. Uh, I do not envy those men and women.
3: I, I worked as a garbage man for a week, but then I got sacked.
0: Oh, hold on, hold oh, on, hold on. Man. It's coming. Wait. here. There we go.
4: Buzz,
5: baby. Man, really like,
2: that was trash. Uh, it's also... Um, it's also uh, Stewart's Root Beer Day. Um, that oh. was, uh, yeah, that was brought into a national holiday by uh, the Clint the Clintons. They Stewart, <laughs> Stewart's Root Beer Day, uh, and it's Stewart also Drew World Beard. Croc Day. So we are observing the crocs, like the foot, the footwear. Uh, no, like the ones that'll bite your footwear. <laughs> Sexual, also, also known as World Crocodile Day. Like, they really had to print that? They were okay, just so you know. Oh, I guess it would have been more clear if I would have said that at the beginning. Hey, and uh, that,
0: that goes back to the Father's Day gift from yesterday of the uh, life-size crocodile dressed up like Joe Exotic. So, Ooh. coincidence? Life-size. I think not. Life-size.
2: <laughs> well, there you have it. That's um, That's pretty much... Uh, it for holidays
0: well and that's pretty much it for our show as well we want to thank you guys for sticking with us it is uh it's been a fun wednesday we'll be back with an all new show tomorrow being thursday june 18th make sure you tune in we're gonna have a good time and uh enjoy the rest of your day